Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my left, AP18 himself, Alex, how are you doing? Hello, everybody. I'm doing well. To my left, G-Dub himself, Gary, how are you doing? Doing good. Wednesday Comics Podcast, Marvin here. Uh, beginning of July, the sun is out. Uh, a little rainy yesterday, and um, possibly well, there was still going to be some today, but I didn't see it happen yet. I heard a thunderstorm last night. I No, I, I heard there was supposed to be, but it did not happen in, uh, in our area. Uh, Gary, do you get any rain over there recently? Uh, not today, but I know it's coming tomorrow. So it's, it's going to, I think it I hit you guys first and it's going to come to us next. We've been, we've been offered a little bit here cause we did a couple of shows back to back and we uh, banked them cause of the holiday and such. And then we, we all both had a vacation, um, in between there too. Uh, me and Garrett, both, um, yes, both, not all. <laughs> I know. I wanted to make that clear. We were, yeah. Alex has been around. Um, but <laughs> didn't you guys have smoke from the wild, the wildfires? Uh, we did for a time, but it's pretty well cleared out by now. Okay. For a second there, though, it was pretty nasty. The smoke has gone away, and that's what I heard. I heard was heard hitting that region and then New York at the most, which I was... Yeah. I read the story about the initial spark of that fire, and it was just a thunderbolt or a lightning bolt. So uh, it just goes to show you sometimes, even now, people aren't doing uh, gender reveal parties. Sometimes it's just uh, nature. You know, that's what I was thinking, Alex. And you're the guy I go to for this. Uh, even though uh, I, this is this is how much I trust Alex. He could be telling me bullshit whenever he tells me this stuff. Uh, but I know Alex will tell me he doesn't know if he doesn't know. Um, back in the day, like let's say pre-human, uh, not even pre-human, but uh, waste to fight forest fires. Pre that, if that happens, you just got to burn out, right? There's no nothing you can do. Yeah, generally speaking, when you have it in nature, it's intended to burst into flame. Once it's all burnt away, the ash that settles grows new growth, new plants, animals come back. Um, I mean, it sounds awful, but that's how nature works. It's so are you saying? Are like you saying like Thanos was right? Like that this needs to happen? <laughs> I was just thinking because I saw the pictures, and, and not anything to anybody that lives in a region like that, like. Uh, uh, what if you are affected by the fires? Like it is a terrible thing to go through. But I was thinking, I was like, if they weren't there, would this be like a tragedy? Or would this be like a normal occurrence? Uh, like if humans weren't around, and I thought, I always thought I was like, yeah, it would, and it just would burn, and then eventually go out, like Alex said, and then you got rebirth. But uh, <clears throat> in in this day and age, when you have people in the way, obviously we want to try to stop it to save them. But in a way, stopping it is uh, not natural. So. Well, the only thing that, I mean, it's it's a horrible thing, a tragedy for people's houses to burn. But the problem is that we live now everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you live in the forest. My my cabin's in the forest. Well, the forest burst into flame. Oh, shit. My cabin's made of wood. Guess what? I guess it's going to go up, too, unfortunately. And I guess, you know, if you make that decision to live in the woods, you should better have a plan. If You know, it's like one of the most like, like, we live somewhere where there's tornadoes. Uh, Garrett, I think you moved out of that region now. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, yeah. They probably pop up still, but... Um, but me and Alex are more in, in the, uh, tornado, not really in tornado alley, but you know, next door, it happens. Uh, it happens. we're the next alley over we're shit alley. And in this alley, <laughs> like me and you know, to expect tornadoes. So there, when it happens, we've been kind of not only taught over time how to handle it. We're also taught, like, we have a plan. Like I have a plan right now. Like if it were to happen, what do I do next? So you would think that if you live in a area like that, you would have a fire, uh, evacuation plan in place. I know Alex would have it down to a fucking, the least, the amount of detail. If that happens, games go here, this goes here, fire, oh, they're already going to be fireproof for it anyways. <laughs> At that point in time, I'm always surprised when they, they do the, the firefighting that it's 
I don't understand why they never bring like an earth mover. I don't know what you call it, like a caterpillar, where it literally just eats up dirt and flips ground over. Because if you can flip the ground, then you'd eventually get rid of all the flammable stuff. It would literally just be dirt, and you would stop the fire. I mean, that's what they do for like a, uh, what do you want to call it? A crop burn, when you got to burn out all your crops and stuff, you start the fire, and then you drive around it to close it off so that you can burn what you need to, have a controlled burn, which I get that's that's the intention is to hopefully, even on these wildfires, control it, which guess what, Mother Mother Nature doesn't give a shit what you want. Mother Nature. A controlled burn like that is just basically somebody saying, you know, I want to control eight, delete this thing. Uh, I don't want to go individually and pick all this stuff out of here. Let's just burn this. Right? I mean, I don't know enough about wildfires, like they, but no, I meant the, on a farm, like Alex was talking about. Like, oh. you wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't be like, let's get rid of all these by hand instead of doing a fire. They just do the fire, like that's the protocol. Yeah, well, so they they block off the spot they need to, burn it all, and then they can go back in and and retill the world. But yeah, you wouldn't hire you know like fifty garrets to go over there and. Pick up the dead plants and throw them away. We just burn it. I mean, to be fair, if I had if I had fifty carrots, I guess I probably would. There wouldn't be yeah. any space left in the skies if you know I what I mean. Know. I mean, I know. I know. <laughs> a lot of, lot of things getting stepped on. Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't feel it because you know, so that's, that's a long distance. <laughs> Once a comics podcast uh, here to talk about comic books. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to. Uh, no, it's move good. on from you what you're saying. On. I just. Uh, was trying it's to. It's okay. We all know. It's all good. We can move on. Call your brother. Uh, so I'm resetting. Um, I can't remember, and hopefully this will. Hold on a second here. I always get distracted because there. I call Corey the most on this app, so he. Sh- it, normally, you would think you'd be in the top, and I've talked about this before, but they always mix him in, and it's not alphabetical. They like mix him in somewhere. Even though he's the guy you call the most. Yeah, they mix him in like top, second most. They mop it, somewhere in the top twenty, he always is, but he's always in a different place. He's never at the top. Like right now, he is second, and there's a uh, uh, the next person has a P last name next. Like that doesn't make sense. Hmm. And then the person next is L. Like it doesn't go by. And the, their first names are L and then A. It doesn't make sense anyways. And anyway, I think it just mixes it up. Oh shit! Here he is. This is hashtag guest host one. How we doing tonight, Wednesday comic fans? Corey out of the entertainment capital, the entertainment uh, uh, station of the world. I'm calling it. Uh, he's he left. What? See, see, here's what happened. Wherever he lives, it becomes that. You understand? That's how good this guy is. So he's out there, oh. and uh, you know, he's hearing all these news news uh, sites reporting of how the box office this year has been horrible. Nobody going to see movies anymore. And I want to say, I called Corey to specifically ask him. I know Alex hasn't seen movies anymore, but why is anybody else? I went to see Spider-Man, gosh, a month and a half ago. Because I don't know. The streaming market is saturated. Like, Do you think that's what it is? That. You think, like, I, I guess for like an elemental, I thought to myself, you know, two months is going to be in Disney Plus. Why, why go make it a deal? Right. See? Right. We're, we're, all, we're all guilty of it. That's the reason why you don't go see a movie. Because in six weeks, I can watch it for free and not have to leave my house. But th- that's what I'm saying. There's no movie right now where you're like, I. well, I guess Across the Spider-Verse was that movie for all of us. Even if Alex, you saw it two weeks after it came out. Oops. That was still a movie where you're like, I got to see it before it 
goes digital. Like I want to see it now. Like you want to see it enough to go to it when it's available. Well, it's also, it's expensive and it's like, there's been no time to breathe this summer. You had a cross, then the flash, then you had uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. So it's like transformers. Transformers. Yeah. It's like, so it could be a little fatigue. I think and blockbusters I think, every other week. When you even talk about oversaturation like that, we like they're doubling up. There's even like Barbie and Oppenheimer going to come out the same day. And if Barbie beats Oppenheimer, I give up on. I'm not going to movies anymore. Hot take. I would. I kind of right now want to see Barbie over you're Oppenheimer. You're fucking crazy. Hey, you're fucking. Here's a hotter crazy. take. Just for Ryan Gosling, he's hilarious. Here's a hotter take. I, I think Corey's right. Oh, what <laughs> guys? Come on. Marvin, you love the Manhattan Projects. Like, how are you not so absolutely? For this you movie? are absolutely correct. Um, one of my favorite movies is directed by Christopher Nolan. Uh, it has everything. I think even we have Hans Zimmer coming back for a score. Killian uh, uh, Murphy, I love Killian Murphy. Everything about that movie says, "Hey, Marvin, you should be in that seat." But I've seen that trailer, and um, kind of seems like uh, Christopher Nolan was like, "What if I just saw shit blowing up for like forty-five minutes, and we'll sprinkle in a story?" Because like that trailer is all his shit blowing up, <laughs> and you know he does it at one two hundred fifty fourths the times because it looks cool, and then it's going to take ten minutes for something to blow up. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be good, but like I said, it's probably going to be three hours plus where it's like, wow. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like hilarious. once Optimizer uh, is Optimizer is like digitally, I'll watch it right away. Right. But if somebody was like came to me and said. Do you want to go see a movie and those were the choices? I would go to Barbie. Wow. I think because I might laugh. And as Gary, yeah, as, I, uh, uh, Corey's not lying. Ryan Gosling is the unspoken uh, comedy king. Okay, but follow this track with me. We're so sick of comical Marvel and like Hollywood and whatnot. And like, why can't a serious movie just be good? Like, when's the last time you've seen like a really good like epic drama? You know? Uh, I watched a good one recently. I forget what it's called, but. <laughs> it was good. Wow. Nice. Proving the point. No, no he's uh, actually what I've, I've been doing, and this maybe shows that. Uh, uh, Alex, go ahead. Sorry, I, I just realized. Well, I said, the, the, to be fair, I am going to go see a movie one more time in theaters this summer. Uh, August 2nd, TMNT comes out. Yeah, that, see, show. that's not on Netflix. You said it was going to be on Netflix, my dude. I thought it was a Netflix, but there's a Netflix show, I guess, coming out too. Supposedly. I don't know. Who knows anymore? But I saw there's a movie coming out. That I'm excited to go see. And then I'm going to go see Craven the Hunter in theaters so I can shit on it. Mm. Yeah, I still don't know what they're trying to do there. Um, Make money on the dumb IP. I think it, it's a lot of people have Alex's same mentality. Like, I'll just wait for it. Like, nothing is at this point, especially with what you said, Corey. Like, if you're going week to every, if you if every movie that you want to see is coming out every week, you just look at it all and say, you know what? I'll just wait. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's a couple staples. Like I think across the spider verse and Indiana Jones were definitely staples that had to go to, but this Ooh. week it's like mission impossible. That's, that's a half to, that's a yeah, half to. That that, that's the well. thing though. That's the thing for yeah. me at least is like, I love Indiana Jones. Like I used to walk to the library as a kid and rent that movie on the almost on a weekly basis. That one, Temple of Doom, especially and Last Crusade, um, and even so much that I went to the midnight showing of the fourth one. The night, <laughs> the night, the night I was going on a road trip that we were planning to leave like at four or five. So I said, "Fuck it, I'm not sleeping." 
Um, and I went to that movie. So like I love that franchise. I had no I had no interest to like rush to the theater and see it. I, I thought to myself like if I if everything aligned itself correctly, then I would go see it. But I don't know. I just was like the de aging thing where they go back and de age the original actor, and they probably have somebody standing for him anyways. Like at that point, what are we fucking doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what is this? What I will say it's the best I've seen yet, but yeah, it's still a little. Uh... Yeah. Now, Mission Impossible is the opposite story. Like Tom Cruise put so much uh, into that movie to make sure that if you're going, you're getting your money's worth. That I plan to see that shit in theaters. Right. Because oh, I've already seen the reviews. It's like it's just like Top Gun Maverick, the return of the blockbuster. He you know? he doesn't he doesn't I, at least. I would say the last 10, 15 years, man doesn't miss. Man doesn't right. miss. Like if he's making a movie, especially all this, all the last few Mission Impossible movies, he is thinking to himself, being like, "Well, even Maverick, where he's like, people aren't just gonna go see if we redo Top Gun. Like they want to see some cool fucking planes flying around. So let's let's do it." And right. he learned how to fly that plane himself. And he, you know, they were actually pulling G's up there, um, not Garrett's, but they were pulling G's up there, and. <clears throat> Uh, he nice. man, man gives you uh, he puts thought into it. He's not just going going for an easy paycheck. Right. This movie, this this indie movie, screamed paycheck to me. I don't know. Spielberg didn't get it. He, he made twenty million off of that at Ford. Yeah. Of course, he said yes. I say yes for one. I say I take one mil right now. Spielberg didn't even direct it. He decided to just produce it. But he gave it to James Mangold. That is true. Which... I thought James did good the best he could. Like, I thought he did fine. We'll see. I'm excited for his uh, take on Swamp Thing um, because of Logan. Mm-hmm. But I feel like 310 to Yuma is very good, too. So, hmm. All right. Huh? Well, Corey... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've never seen that, so I have no no context. You've seen Three Ten to Yuma? Uh-uh. Bro, what? With Christian Bale? I saw that with, uh, with Marvin. It used to be a, a movie that when you when Blu-ray players first hit the market, it always came with that movie. Huh. Yeah. It was weird. That and Anchorman were the two movies. <laughs> yeah, because Anchorman is like a Blu-ray Marvel to, that, to they, Hey, man, some people just want the new thing, and then they, want, they see that, and they go, hey, that's my favorite movie. They don't care how it looks. And that's why we're saying this Oppenheimer is going to break people's brains. I know. I'm so excited. Just not as much, but it won't be as entertaining as Barbie. That's all I'm saying. God, I hope Barbie fucking flops. I just what? love it. Oh, oh my gosh. You know that's not going to flop. It's got Margot Robbie. It's got Ryan Gosling. It's literally the most famous female toy ever made in a movie. It's like my favorite part of that trailer is like when Ryan's like, hey, so can I come inside? And then she's like, why? Because we boyfriend, girlfriend. The house, Corey. The Barbie dream house, you sick fuck. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, that is true. The way you said that, Corey, really did make me come. Can I come inside? Uh, why? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. yeah. Be for a loop, Corey. <laughs> hey, it doesn't. It doesn't have. It doesn't have good bones. I'm not saying that. It has good director and Greta. It has some good stars. Uh, I haven't heard great things about early, early reviews, but uh, it's there's no doubt that movie's making money. So you know, do you know they asked Tom Cruise which movie he was going to go see between Oppenheimer and Barbie? You know which one he picked? Huh. 
Of course he so, picked Oppenheimer. He wants to see movies that'll oh, change the way movies are they made. Asked, they asked oh. silly they asked silly and referee the same question. Like like he wouldn't have a uh, canned answer, but he did say he goes, Go watch both of them. Go to the, he go to ours and go to theirs the same day. Well, that's the safe answer, yeah, of course. That's what yeah, y'all have to do right there. Corey, you got some time to stay with us for the rest of the next segment? Hey, What's you guys, next you segment? guys forget in the most important thing. What's that? We got to see Hugh Jackman in his yellow suit. Oh, yeah. yeah. What the fuck am I I'm doing? A little, I'm a little bummed that... Uh, that today, or three things today. Corey, explain what he's talking about. Well, so Sean Levy, I believed, because, uh, you know, Sean's great. Stranger Things. He's the best. Um, did Adam Project. He released a still of... Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool and Hugh Jackman in a yellow Wolverine costume. And what does Sean he, Levy have to do? Is he one of the writers on Deadpool 3? He's the director, you idiot. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> cool. Just to let you guys know, if you don't know something, you're an idiot now. I, to be fair, Kudos. I didn't know who Sean Levy was, so I was just going to pretend to listen. He wrote The Atom Project. He wrote <laughs> you episodes of like things. I, I don't care. I just was telling I don't know who yeah. that is. He wrote He's like, idiot. He wrote with... The Atom Project. <laughs> Fuck. Did you know that? True fans would. <laughs> so anyway, so you released a still from Deadpool 3 that has Hugh Jackman in a yellow and blue original, like not, not original, but a big Jim Lee take on uh, Wolverine. Right. So uh, that was cool. I think it doesn't look bad. You would think like it might look a little uh, cheesy to see that in actual real life, but it actually doesn't look that bad. They kind of muted the colors. They kind of muted them, but not too much, so they still seem bright. Like well, the, the, the blue is more of a navy blue, not the bright blue. But the yellow looked good on him. Um, I'm wondering if he's going to have his mask. I know he had a mask where they had a like a photo, I don't know, a still shot with what the mask could look like. But he looks fine without the mask. I mean, I, I want to see him with the mask. I, I mean, I, had, I was like, I was like, you got him there, like ninety-five percent. Oh my god, I'm, I'm glad you brought like this up, it. Alex, because I've been thinking about this all all day. I'm not even fucking kidding. I thought about this earlier because I think I remembered that we would should talk about this on the podcast, and then forgot as soon as we hit record. Um, but <clears> I was thinking this morning, same thing. I was like, are they going to give him a mask? And I said, if any movie's going to do it, it's this one where they decided that Deadpool's in the mask, like he doesn't take it off. Right. And and their big excuse about why they take Spider-Man's mask off all the time. And if you look at the Marvel movies, like they literally always just take off their mask is that you can't emote through the mask. And so it's harder to uh, see that what they're actually doing through the mask. But I would say if you think about Deadpool um, and even uh, Watchmen, I'll say to with Rorschach, like a mask works if you put some work into the mask and like actually make it emote. And actually, you'd put the animation in and do that rather than just expecting to like just have them wear a mask and because in the comics it emotes with it. That's how they work through it. It's solved already. Like, don't give me this bullshit. They can't wear the helmet, especially that one. You can see his face. I say it's just like wearing the cap, the cowl from Batman. You can see his eyes. You can see his mouth. It's fine. He's gonna be angry most of the time anyway, so it won't matter. Mm-hmm. I said the still shots I had seen was looked like Wolverine must have stabbed Deadpool in the air or thrown him back down with his claws or something. It looked good. I mean, I'm excited to see that movie. That could be my number one for 2024. <clears throat> of most anticipated, at least. Yeah, it's going to be oh, great. Yeah. I, and then I'm I'm going to spoil the other news. Like, oh, no, Corey can tell about Jennifer Gardner. 
Oh, Electra, yeah. What happened? Jennifer Garner comes back, back as Electra. So yeah, I, I didn't see yeah. this. Explain it to me. Jennifer Garner's coming back as Electra in Deadpool three. The fuck is yes? We're we just gonna get all the fox. Yeah. Um, so then I think you're gonna get you know Ben Affleck as Daredevil back too. All I want to say is uh, bring me to life, if you know what I mean. Yep. Wake me up. <laughs> Phyllis, do you trust me? <laughs> the question, no, the big question is, no, you won't go there, never mind. Um, what happens when you bring the Fantastic Four, the original four, back in? Bring Chris, Ooh, that'd be Evans. Cool. Chris Evans' first uh, back in the MCU is going to be as a different character. Or you get Blade to come in, get Wesley Snipes out of prison for a while. He's yeah, out of right. prison already. I know. He was in his other. He just came out. Uh, speaking of Wesley Snipes, uh, I watched a pretty yeah, shitty movie with him in it called The Ref. Uh, and I just wanted to point out, like, uh, man was Don't good. Watch it. Man was good for two Blade movies and uh, maybe a couple other movies, but like, hey, we had some clockers. That Wesley Snipes. Was that third Blade movie trash? Yeah. Okay. It's pretty but, it did, but it did have Ryan Reynolds in it. And, it uh, and Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel. Um, but if you, but if you listen to the commentary or if any interviews in that, uh, Wesley Slape never talked to anybody else on set the whole movie. Well, I heard he was really difficult. Like yeah. they had to like CGI his eyes, like in one scene, cause he yeah. didn't open his eyes. Oh yeah. And you can clearly tell that it's not his real eyes. Um, I was going to say, oh shit, the blade, the new blade movie is probably the most delayed Marvel movie that they, that is currently scheduled because they keep starting and stopping filming. Because um, I think they had originally planned to do it during the pandemic before it was the pandemic. And then that all happened. So they pushed it back. And then now recently with the writer's strike, they got shut down again. And I was just cur- curious, like, does that movie get reworked into something else? Or do they, do they just call it quits? Like, they were about to go into production. And then it got shut. I think they did, like, one or two days. So if we're going to say, like, that's how far they're into it. Do they just finish that, or do they say, hey, Blade, you're going to be in this movie actually first? I I think to do justice, you need to give the Blade movie a chance to be a Blade movie. Yeah. I think that way. Into something else is just, just not giving that character the respect he actually deserves. And if he's written well enough, he's isn't it the actor who played Cottonmouth? Yep. From Blue Cage? Yep. He's fantastic. So I'd be super interested in actually seeing that movie. They just need to get over this hump of of uh, writer strikes and bullshit like that and get this movie going. I, I want to see it as a Blade movie. We've gone, what, 15 years without one that's been good? Actually longer since 2 came out, so 20 years ago? We need a good one to come back out. I think the real question is, and I'm 100% serious about this, because the first news that they were bringing Blade into the MCU was at the end of Eternals 1. It was like the after credit scene. Um, Garrett... If Blade barely got to that piece of shit, Blade, if Blade is in Eternals two as uh, for like as a main character and that's his first introduction, would you go see that movie? I'm gonna see it regardless because I don't think there will be a Marvel movie I won't go see in theaters. Um, but man, that would be shitty. I I don't think the first night interacting with or the Black Knight interacting with uh, Blade is all that interesting. I don't right. think they're really in the same wheelhouse. I think they were just like, oh, we got to get some characters in here so we can get to the next Avengers movie. And I'm like, no, Blade needs his own movie. Like, Blade deserves the justice to be a, a standalone and then bring him in. Um, because no one's going to be like, Eternals in a vampire that hunts vampires? Like, 
What, how does that work? Well, I'm mm-hmm. glad you brought that up because that's where I was standing. Where you're like, oh, if he shows up in Eternals, why the hell would he be there? Yeah. Oh, we're going after the fake vampire deviants this time. So uh, we need your help, Blade. Because God knows well, we can I, only fight the fucking villains. The, the that reason were made why, up. the reason why that is is though because they he does mingle with those guys because he's he's from the UK too, Blade. So. <laughs> So they're all they have they have their own. Uh, do, oh, do they do they have afternoon tea with Peggy? It's Carter all like Captain British, British Captain Britain, and all that stuff. Like it's all they have like a whole subsection. Of, I think that's why they chose to introduce them. And it it wouldn't be out. Uh, of, I heard you were British. <laughs> it wouldn't be out of left field for him to be in Eternal Steel. I just think that's stupid. Like I don't even think the Black Knight is like. Oh, what not, I would consider. No, it's not. It's it's not the. It's not even. There's a list, probably fifty long of characters he would make into a movie before that guy, or put in a, like focus on them. Well, that's why I'm saying. I'm like, what's Blade going to do with this guy? Like, I use a samurai sword. You're going to use a medieval sword. Like, I just, I literally think Kevin Feig, like Feige, was just like, hey, let's just throw a fucking Blade in it. <laughs> Wait, who's, who's using the samurai sword? Well, Blade uses a samurai sword. He shouldn't be. What does he use? Well, in in the Spider-Man show, he used like a, a lightsaber. Hey, I'm going off the, the fucking comic, dude. I'm going off the comic book. Hey, by I'm the way, off. I am eight episodes into Spectacular Spider-Man, and guess yeah. what? It's, it's spectacular. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's spectacular. If nice. you sorry, if you said anything other than that, I would have to drive over to wherever the hell you are, slap <laughs> you across the fucking face. I'm and like, I, I can't get... believe I didn't see this when it came out. Like, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Well, I don't say why not. It was great. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the one of the best romans ever made. We were, I've enjoyed it. When Richard yeah. came out, we were all hanging out. Yeah, that's true. I just, I don't know. It just flew over the radar for me. But I mean, hey, it's on Disney Plus now, so I'm cruising through. He, did, are you watching because a week or two? Are you watching because he was in Across the Spider Verse? Well, yeah, I mean, that's obviously motivation, and it's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. How far are you, then? You're eight episodes in, so yeah. who have you... So you've I've seen, seen... Rhino, Fan Man. Have you done any of the spoilers? Uh, Venom-related things? No. Or... I mean, okay. I've seen that in the intro. I mean, Green Goblin's kind of what's going on right now, where okay. hashtag Harry is most likely it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not confirming for all the comic fans who haven't seen it. Okay, you're almost close. You're getting to the the really good stuff is coming up soon for you. Then oh, I can't wait. You know what, Garrett? I'm with you in that on what you said before about I think every Marvel movie I have to go see, especially now with my kids liking those characters. I think I, I mean, they got me for at least six years. So I don't, I don't think I am at that point where I have to go see them. I've ditched what three of the four, three or four of them in the last. But if your kid year. was like wanted to go see it, wouldn't you go take them? I've seen the garbage that MC has been putting out. I'm okay saving myself some money. Until uh, Thor, out. the second Dark World. Dad, oh can God. we go? I can't. I can't do it. I'm sorry, kid. I don't. I know. I know Thor is awesome, but not anymore. He's a shit show. How could you, Dad? I just wanted to see Black Knight, and you won't let me. One. When my daughter tells me, Dad, I love Black Knight. He's my favorite character. I'm going to go, where did you learn this character's name, and where have you seen him? Because I only know of one book, and I didn't buy it. So where have you read this? 
someone's lying to you. Daddy. <laughs> oh, I... he's he's Blade's uh, little bitch, so. Oh, hell yeah. Daddy, I've been importing comics from the UK from Marvel <laughs> 1970 to 1993. What? I... Respect, kid. Respect. Damn. At night, I've been taking taking your credit card and buying all of it, but then I buy something that is like very embarrassing so you would only stop at the first one and say why what if somebody sees this like last time I remember you bought the pens extra large I still <laughs> respect God. Big, and big something respect. something called blue chew I don't uh, was it gum <laughs> and then, that's why she does that because you'll see those in the bill and you won't even look anymore because you know all the other stuff like from eBay and yada he it's somewhere Alex is like that's probably me He's not going to say Amazon tells me. But the, the pens and the blue chew, Alex would be like, did I reorder those already? Yeah, so he would stop at those. <laughs> um, Corey, our, our, the, the uh, next segment is this. Uh, this is the year of the AI. I declared it at the first episode of this season that this is the uh, AI season. So we've been doing things like... Can you, can you call it the year of Cybertron? <clears throat> Cybertron. Or it not, not Cybertron. Uh, what's it Decepticons. called? Skynet. No, Terminator. Skynet. Skynet, Skynet. 2023. Um, and so, for instance, like for, on the first show of this season, I had an AI tell me what would be interesting to talk about comic-wise, and I brought it up in the show, and that's what we our topics were. Um, this time, I have my friend uh, Aristotle over here. And Aristotle, what you do is you ask him... You put in a topic... So, for instance, I could put, um, uh, let's say, Batman, right? And then what it does is it gives you, like, the top five or seven uh, most asked questions across all of search engines. Um, and then it also breaks it up into, like, each category, though, is, like, uh, a question, like, what? And then the top five what questions about that subject? Why? Should? And stuff like that. So the segment's going to be, I'm going to read you guys some of the top questions happening right now around the the uh, globe about Spider-Man. No, excuse me, Superman. <laughs> don't, get, don't get excited, Corey. It is and I want to see if you guys can give me your best answer for these questions. And they're not weird questions either. They're just, this is what people are asking. Oh, what happened? Oh, I went back too fast. Okay, well, let's get a, let's get a fresh list anyways. Now, here we go. <clears throat> so, the it, for instance, it breaks it up into R, can, uh, can I, how, do, or how should I, should, what, when, where, are, where, where are, where is, which, where, which, who, why, will. So it has, it basically, <laughs> what's that? I'm like, is this that dream video? Cause I'm like, <laughs> so here's out of the R category. Let me ask you this question here. And give me uh, uh, your best answer. Uh, you want to help people out with these answers, all right? Um, are Superman and Wonder Woman related? No. 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 However, I did just see a theory that, uh, well, at least in Zack Snyder's Justice League, that Wonder Woman's mom is actually Kara Zor-El. Um, once they comic fans, uh, let me reiterate, uh, No. Yeah, I'm just saying that's good. That's good. That's what I want from this. It might, it might bring up something that you don't remember. Uh, Here's the next one under the category: Can I? Can I? It says, "Can I watch Superman and Lois without watching Supergirl?" Yes, hundred percent. I've never seen it, so I can't comment on it. 
You've never seen, you've seen Supergirl and you've seen Superman and Lois season one. I haven't seen either of those, and I still said yes. So. Oh, sorry. I was thinking of the Dean Kane. That's Clark and Lois. This is, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen all of season one, so I would say so. Yeah, they're not. I think so, too. I, that... I watched the first season. It really isn't. Did she even show Kara, up? They don't, even, they don't even mention her, no. no. There's like that one crossover episode, and I would say also that's the best. I guarantee you out of all the series going on at that time, they kept it the most self-contained. You didn't have to know that much about the other shows. Because mm-hmm. I stopped watching all the rest of those shows a long time ago, and I watched that series, and I was fine. So, uh, here's the next one, just under the category Ken. Ken, uh, uh, can Superman beat Goku? Yes. Yep. Corey, I know you have. Think about it. Goku has limits to how strong he actually can be. No, he Superman doesn't. Because then, once he learns those limits, he surpasses them. Nope. Guess what, Corey? I think Goku would train hard Goku enough, long enough, has, and he would be able to. No, nope. Goku has never fought in a rainstorm, and it's always sunny, and that's what power. Guys, this brings so. me to my next subject. You want to know who the strongest human being of all time is? Me, Superman, Krillin, Krillin. Yeah, Corey loves Krillin. I that love fucking Krillin. Albino. People he's sleep. Nope. People sleep on this motherfucker because he's not, every time. he's not a sane or something, some shit. But yeah. this motherfucker is the the strongest human on that planet. Yeah, and every he time gets going to a next level. Krillin's right there with him. Right, and his kid. Uh, who know who does he end up with? Uh, Android. Android yeah. eighteen. Yeah. Never mind. Anyways, but I'm going to say Krillin. Like, if you think about it, like, if we want to look at this show, this small, bald-headed guy who looks like he wouldn't be the strongest can beat anybody on that fucking planet. That's from that yep. planet. Excuse me. Yep. God. And like, yet, who, ha- who has Krillin killed? So to, ask, to answer your question, can Superman beat Goku? Uh, no. Uh, I say no. No. Wait, wait. Can Superman beat Goku? Yes. Yes. And Corey's saying no, but the better question is: Can can, can Goku breathe in space? Well, it, yes, Garrett. I'm gonna 100. I am not fucking breath. kidding you. The first, the next one: Can Superman breathe in space? Damn, I'm AI, guys. <laughs> okay, here's from the next category: How do how do how do Superman's glasses work? He wears them on his face. What a dumb question. Damn, yeah, they're fakes. He has perfect vision, so even if the glasses distorted his vision, he would fix it. There's actually, like, you know, towards the center of the glasses where the eyes are actually drawn on the outside of the lens, so it looks like he's staring at his nose the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and when he, he never blinks. So. <laughs> he never blinks. This is preposterous. So, <laughs> why are you so freaky? I mean, Clark, why, so Oh, guys, why, you guys are taking it the totally wrong way. It's asking how can how does his glasses work to hide his identity? I just said oh. they're drawn on the it's, outside. It's not, it's not just the glasses because they're like the spherical glasses. That's it. It's how he wears the glasses, how he wears his clothes, how he has his hair. It's more than just the glasses. Yeah, you hear that? That's, how they, that's how they work. God, if if. Alex knew where all you guys on the internet lived. He would come by and just slap you in the face for that. No, one. no, I didn't say that. I'm, I am judging them for some of these questions, but it also it's a robot asking me these questions. Yeah, Why it's like who's that? The no, 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 a robot is not asking these questions. 
Dude, see the dude, robot. Dude, all the robot. All the all. Uh, uh, Socrates did. I think I said Aristotle before. I'm talking about Socrates. Socrates. Hold on. Hold on. Socrates. <laughs> all Socrates did. Is. But go ahead, Corey. He he. The robot got it wrong because Clark Kent or. Uh, yeah, Clark Kent is actually the alter ego to Superman. That's, I, it, but it's the thing. It's not the AI. All the AI Mr. Socrates is doing is that he is going out to all these search engines, running their analytics, and telling you, here's the top questions people are asking across all search engines. That's all he's doing. These are real questions that are, are in the top like five questions about this thing. <laughs> Uh, on, this, on next week's show, can we do a Terminator episode and ask how um, the AI would destroy humanity? Oh yeah, we'll find we'll find a AI that we can chat with and we'll find that out. But Skynet, that's one, that's one more group of things we need to piss off is actually find that Skynet's real. Not only will we have the Russians <laughs> and aliens and hey, ghosts after us, we're we're gonna get to the bottom of it. We're gonna have AI <laughs> now against us. Okay, uh, uh, Gary, I'm gonna ask you this one straight up, and only yeah. you can answer me. This is under the category when, when, when Superman died. Uh, when Superman died? That's all well, during, when Superman during the died. death of Superman, of course, when he fought Doomsday. Shortly after a battle with Goku. When? When, when? Superman died? Uh, when he fought Doomsday. Mm. When? Uh, the 90s. When? Jeez. <laughs> Uh, and then here's here's a follow up question that is literally on here. When Superman come back to life? <laughs> <laughs> the next year. <laughs> uh, let's see. It might have been like the next couple months. <laughs> uh, here's the long, qu- you know how long he was gone? Was he gone for a year? It was a short time because they had the other Superman. It was it was about a year, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Here's a here's a question under the category which which. Which Superman actor died? George um, Reeves. All of them. Don't they have that curse? Yeah. Yeah. I well, guess Brandon Ralph. Ralph I guess Henry he broke Cavill. it. I guess they, or Tom Welling. Or, or Henry Cavill. You know why? You know why though? Because the Nicolas Cage movie died so they could survive. Damn. But he came back to life. But yeah. So what happens now? Did they fuck it up? Whoever they get next? This kid from the who's this kid that they're getting to play him? David uh, Karanaset. I'm just kidding. That's not how you say corn set or something. Corn starch. Corn, <laughs> corn sweat. You sweat the corn out. Hey, Gross. here's under the category. Here's under the category. Who? Who's Superman's worst enemy? Lex Luthor. General Zod. No. No, no, no. Parasite. It's an opinion, Garrett. No, 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 no. <laughs> Jesus, Garrett. <laughs> You're all fucking stupid. Okay. Here's a, here's Martin, another what's your, why. What's your answer? <laughs> Are you Marvin? Uh, Brainiac. <laughs> Brainiac is a good villain. Brainiac. Actually, what's a... the what's the one that says the words backwards? <laughs> Mr. Pus- no, no, that's no. Mr. Mixoplitalik. I don't think he's saying this. He's just backwards, is he? He is not backwards. No. Okay. Oh, here's under the category why. He's under the category why. Why Superman would be Goku? <laughs> they're really concerned. Goku's a punk ass. They're bitch. really concerned that they're in there between these two individuals. Who would fucking win? Superman doesn't have to go on a training pod for seven years to get better. I don't think so. either one ever lose. You know what happens? No, actually, I think Super- Goku would lose, and I'll tell you why. I'm not saying that Superman's more powerful, but Superman's powers 
like come from the sun, right? And Goku's powers come from his kinetic energy, which would be like the fucking sun. So everything this guy's about to shoot him, he's getting more powerful. So I don't think he there's that doesn't work. It's just like wild water and oil. And then on the other side, you have Goku, who eventually we know can die, and he just gets reincarnated. Um, but uh, he would come back. I'm not saying, but he would he would have a disadvantage on, on every hit. None of its hits were ever go through. So, but then he would just fight him, right? <laughs> and the thing is that eventually Goku would tire out. Superman is literally peak infinity. Yeah, and, and I think, that, can, and, I think like, and I think that's like why his stories are interesting is because it, it's basically actually I was reading this interview with no I was listening to podcasts with Ed Rubaker, and uh, the person asked like what him and Sean Phillips were going to do next. And he said, you know what? I might write something in this la- in this within the last decade, set in the last decade. And then when you, he goes, because he usually doesn't like to write books that take place during eras in which they would have cell phones. <clears throat> and so that makes sense. I, I thought they were working on, uh, what's that Hollywood's one? Um, Fade Out. Fade Out, yeah. I think they're in with that. I don't no, know. Like, I still had one more thing coming. No, maybe they still have some more stuff coming, but I think he said he wants to work on something that's more modern. But he usually doesn't because cell phones. He's never written a, a comic that has a cell phone in it because he it's, it ruins stories. Like for instance, if you got kidnapped, like the, in modern movies, first thing you do is put out their cell phone, right? So then it changes how that story works. Anyways, so if we go back to this kind of thing, like Goku cannot win because his how he his source of his powers or what heals Superman. So that's the whole reason. I don't think I think you're thinking about power wise. You it's a more minute discussion. I don't know why I'm going into detail over this question. <laughs> it was a joke that I brought it up. But anyways, but I think if you go into minute detail between just power, yeah, there's a better case than who would actually win based on when you look at their weaknesses. So, uh, and then very last year under Will, <clears throat> Will Superman become public domain god i hope not i doubt it i think because of that legal battle with the siegel and schuster family there's no there's no possible way well i say there's no way it would ever become that way now and part of they've how much money they're going to get out of that name forever and ever and ever Mm -hmm. and i mean that's exactly i don't think you have to worry about that if, like because Disney has that under lock about how copyrights work and they never go into public domain, um, so we're so we're fine as long as Disney has a stake in copyright and public domain. Uh, Superman would never be never be public domain. So great. So I think now like nothing ever falls off into public domain anymore. <coughs> it has to be like yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's. I'm sure anything right before it's about to just gets put in a bidding war. So that they can just sit on it forever and never do anything. Yeah. So as we can do unique things, like for a while, people were like, you know what? You base your stories on other Shakespeare stories. So we'll just make, oh, not next Shakespeare, uh, Grimm's Fairy Tale. And so we'll just make it based off the book and not off of your movie. So, <laughs> um, got him. Got him. So we've seen Superman clones, obviously, because it's not in public domain. You know, Hyperion. We've seen we all the time. Like it, it, that's the number one. 
character that is mimicked and commented on on there's always a character that is very much like Superman in any other comic book that has superheroes in it. That's the number one. So that's how they get around that. So it doesn't really matter if Superman's public domain. As long as the right people are getting their money for writing it and drawing up. Okay. Ooh, I got breaking news, guys. Um, Superman Legacy, since we're talking about Superman, cast three new people. Oh, dude, this is going to make you freak. They cast Guy Gardner. He's going to be Superman Legacy. I forgot to reveal that news. Scientist Sam sent that to me. Okay. Nathan Fillion is going to play Guy Gardner. Really? Isabella Merced as Hot Girl and Eddie Gaffigy as Mr. Terrific. And they're all going to be in Superman Legacy. Yeah, we're going to see a Mr. Terrific. Dude. I can't believe you're not freaking about Guy being Nathan Fillion. I, I, no, I am excited about I'm that. I'm excited for Nathan Fillion, but I don't think that's the right choice of the character for You him. know what? I actually agree with that. That's why I wasn't excited. Oh, shoot. Yeah, he's more comical. So hopefully he would be a good Hal, actually. He would be a good Hal. See, that's the thing. I see him as a Hal. <clears throat> Guy is a piece of shit. I don't think people understand that. Like, and- he... he He's rude to everybody. He is sexist. He uh, is a bully, and he likes to fight. And he's dumb as a fucking bag of rocks. But he's kind of a dick in Guardians Three, though Nathan Fillion was. But oh yeah, you're right. And in Suicide Squad, he did pretty good at that. But anyways, but um, yeah, but he was the butt of a joke. And still have to make it so that that you want to root for this guy. That's what's great about that character. It'd be different if they're going to bring, um, what is the big baddie, the big um, yellow rain guy that he fights in the bar? It's not Atrocitus, that's the red guy. Yellow uh, rain? I only think it's Sinestro. He's a yellow lantern, and Guy goes to the bar and fights him, fist, you know, beats him. They both take their rings off, and they just start fighting oh, each other. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know his name. He looks like... Almost like uh, reverse saber tooth tiger. Yes, almost, yeah, yeah. Okay, if got, if, I, he, if he's in the movie, and we get to see that guy, you know, Nathan be that guy going to a fist fight, great. <clears throat> then I can see it. But honestly, yeah, to me, he's he's either comedic or a serious guy. He's not the jack asshole kind of thing. I, I can't lie, guys. I'm a little disappointed that there's this many characters in the Superman Legacy movie already, though. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be... That's what I was just thinking about, too. I was, and it's it, For some reason, though, for me, it's like... I think back to how Suicide Squad had that long list, and then half of those people weren't there in the scene into the movie. So it might be something like that. And they're just making them a big deal so that way you don't know how big they are in the movie. Uh, but I thought the same thing too. If this was old DC, I would be like that movie shit right there. Like they this don't is know. giving me Spider Man three vibes. Yeah. I'm like, geez, we already have. Oh, jeez. Okay, but I just mean that's when the problem. Fine, Amazing Spider Man two vibes. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> this is giving you giving him. Um... I hope it's just a cameo. I hope it's just a cameo. This is giving him No Way two. Home vibes. No, it's work? not. Damn nope. it. That has a lot of people in it. Yeah, but... You were never worried? No. All right. Here we go. There's that segment. I went through those questions. Next uh, time we do that one, we'll pick a different character or we'll pick a different comic book uh, uh, word and see what people are thinking about. So 
people really know want to know about that Superman and Goku, and I think we solved it on the show today. <laughs> Goku dies every time. Um, all right, Wednesday comic crew. I, it's time for this guy to check out. Well, make like a tree and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't do his sign off. So I, you know, I know. Gotta get him he was like, here. wait for us to let him go. It's like you're gone, man. There we go. Hey, uh, Gary, good question. We got a book club. Yeah, we do. Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents I Vampire issue one. Written by Joshua Hale Vyalkov with art by Andrea Sorrentino. Um, what did you guys think about issue one? <clears throat> uh, I really liked the art. The art was really good. Uh, I feel like I'm either lost or this is just so brand new to me. I didn't, was not what I was expecting. Yeah. Is, is he a vampire? He is a vampire. And um, is the girl that he is trying to kill in the present the daughter to the girl at the beginning of the book? Well, no. So she is a, she's also a vampire. She's able to take on different forms. Okay. So that's why she's turned into a wolf. Right. Because she's like the Queen Mary of the Damned, you know? Okay. Um, so and is, that, is that who he's... I was lost. That's I really? think probably, yeah. I don't know if it was reading it on my phone really took me out of the book or what was going on or maybe I just need to get to the next issue. Yeah, right. Here's one what one I, here's one. what it was, uh, Alex. It was two different time frames and one of them he was they were uh, obviously a couple before and he's like, oh, come on, be nice." And she's like, "You know, I like this being bad." And he's like, come on, I love you. And she said, kissy. And then uh, that was that one. And then she sat there and she said, aha, fuck you. And she left and was going to be bad. And then in the future one, the other part was uh, the world, the vampires have decided to declare war on, on the humans. And so that's the aftermath where he's going around trying to kill the vampires off. He's still a vampire, but now he's a vampire, also a killer. And okay. Queen Mary is now the head honcho in that uh, one. And she's like, I'm going to kill you. And he says, death to vampires. Why don't you guys go away? Um, and I, there's still a little bit of, oh, maybe you kiss, you know? So, that's so is she, she's the girl at the end of the book. I thought it's the same she, it is. Okay. Yeah. The fucking vampire, bro. Well, no, I yeah. get that, but, but that girl talked about a she, and I thought maybe the she was the one that we had already met from the previous week. Well, she was misleading Andrew. She was trying to be like, hey, man, why are you trying to hurt me? And kind of proving, well, in her eyes, that like... Yeah, hey, she man. was trying to look like how she used to look like, but she okay. changed since then. Right. He said... So, it's a love story. It's a love, a twisted love story, and it's basically... Andrew's trying to get rid of the vampires because he knows he's it's kind of like Blade. He's trying to get rid of the vampires because they can ruin the world. Um, and while her objective is to eradicate the human race, that's what happened with her appearance in the second story. It did change because at first she was like, Hey, come on, get together with me. And he said, You still look the same? And she said, Yeah. And they showed up. And then he said, Oh, you lied. You catfished me. And she pulled off the mask and she looked different. So. 
That's a lot. That's why I look like that. I like that you keep doing the voice for it, though. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, uh, Andrew. One more kiss. <laughs> kissy, kissy. Uh, I liked it. Um, I, the art was fantastic, as I expected, but even so more so that uh, the coloring is really good in this uh, first issue. I did think that Joshua, uh, his writing went from good, and then it kind of, there was like a couple panels where it dipped really low for me, and then it went back to just being good. I don't think it's like fantastic, but I think it's a good start. So we'll see. But, yeah, I mean, but what do you guys? So what do you guys think about Sorrentino's art? I mean, pretty grounded for what we normally see from Sorrentino. I think the thing though is that his art. I mean, his art truly doesn't feel like it's changed that much. Like this was his big outing for getting into comics and and doing a monthly. I mean, his his wolf art was great. The dead corpse bodies looked fine. Um, it yeah, I guess you're right. It didn't have the hey, follow this line of bubbles that I'm putting out for you to read. It was very much more of a I'm putting all the lines on there for you to look at. It's not up for interpretation. Um, yeah, I guess you're, I guess I didn't thought of it that way. His art looks the same. But he doesn't let you do you. He's just letting you read it panel by panel. <clears throat> this is um, Sorrentino before he falls in love with making two-page spreads. That's what this is. And there's even a couple in here, but not to the extent we normally would see. So there's just a lot of like uh, one-two shots where it would be the person talking and then back to her. There's a lot of those shots. So it feels kind of standard in a way, but also with Sorrentino's touch to it. So like... I think panel lineup wise, like the way that the book is actually going to flow, if that was up to him, this book would look different. But I think it's more traditional than we've seen it before. So, I, I but I liked it. I mean, the, the coloring I thought was the best thing. I like. I like the choices for the past stuff and in the present stuff. How they told that difference, I thought that was good. So, um, and I, I liked the um, synopsis for the second issue. And what it plans to do going forward. How you said the story of... Because remember, the thing is with these number ones, and we've talked about it over and over again, I'm going to reiterate, the one has to be good enough that it wants me to make me read number two, and I have an idea of what's going on. I don't know everything. But uh, it has to be good enough that it hooks me with what it is, and I fully understand what we're going to go from two. Now, it can divert from that whatsoever, but if you just write an issue one, it really doesn't tell you anything about what that book's going to be like. That's a bad book. But this one, I did feel like I read this and was like, okay, I know what to expect with going forward with issue two. And so I thought it was a really good like first issue. Especially when we talk about this time, it was competing with 52 other books coming out within a three-month, four-month time frame. So they really you, had even internal competition to be like, let's make it a good one. Did you guys catch, the, catch Pandora in issue one? Because remember, oh, they put Pandora oh, yeah. in every <laughs> issue one. I'd have to look for it. I guess I, you know what? I read Animal Man number one twice and I never looked for her. I didn't yeah. look for her here either. So it was right after um, they did that wolf scene where they turned into wolves. Oh, yeah. Okay, and when she said, I do this. And he said, yep. I fuck you up too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was just standing in the trees, basically. Well, now I'm going to go look for her. There you go. Is it, I want to ask you a question, Alex. Um, and based on vampire lore. Uh, oh, by the way, the the part that I didn't like is when that that scene where 
he's like, they're behind me, aren't they? And she goes, yeppers. Like, that felt totally different than the rest of the book. I don't yeah, know that where was that stupid. came from. So I was like, I don't know where that came from. That must have been a bad day. Um, but uh, for, with vampires, Alex, uh, they has there been any kind of other story where they turn into animals as this one such uh, did? And then also <clears throat> the part where she's like, sun doesn't kill us. It just makes us very weak. Um, I've I've heard of that. I've heard of the sun not killing them. Uh, I've never heard of them necessarily turning into wolves, but I also think of like the Van Helsing movie where wolves and vampires were enemies, or at least the one could kill the other. I've never seen them turn into that animal, but I guess they can turn into bats. So why couldn't they turn into something else too? Because even that wolf, when she turns into the wolf. She swims under the water, and she's still a wolf, I think, at that point. But when she comes back up to kill that swan, um, I don't know. I've never heard of the wolf changing, though, for them. That's what made me wonder if she's a wolf, a werewolf, or if she's a vampire. Or maybe the myth has always been one and the same. That's true. Top five maybe questions. Top five questions on the board about vampires. <laughs> How do they shave? Well-groomed vampires groom each other. Are vampires weak to silver? Everything. Mm-hmm. You know what? The same answer I give to everything else. Anything getting shot in the heart with a <clears> steak, <throat> the, everything dies. Goku would die. Steak to the heart. Wooden. Not not meat. He likes that. Can I get vampire mm-hmm. teeth? Yes. At Halloween stores. <laughs> Can vampires get drunk? On blood? Ooh. On drunken blood, yes. That's what I was going to say. If the blood had high alcohol content. Or in Supernatural, if you give them dead, is it dead man's blood? You can give them semi-drunk, it's like a drunk, or at least make them into a sleepy state. Um, how how vampires die? <coughs> they burn up. Stake to the heart. Or cut off their head. Should I watch Vampire Diaries before the originals? Yes. <laughs> I've seen all those shows. Yeah, I've seen Vampire Diaries originals, and then it's Legacies. Um, here's for should. Um, hold on, remind me. Oh, should what the heck? Funk? Should vampires have red eyes? None of these are actually shoulds. Should vampire bite the neck? Should vampires have red eyes? I guess. I mean, they could. Uh, the biting of the neck that only I mean, it makes the most sense. That's where the most blood would flow, carotid or jugular. But you could also bite the wrist. That's why a lot of people, mm. you know, with the wrist. Uh, you could go at your ankles. I mean, come on. There's other places that bite. It's just the neck gets the most blood. There you go. At that point, you just gash their head open, suck their face. Well, vampire bats bite humans. Yes. <clears throat> Damn, watch out for them bats, baby. There you go. I, Vampire number one, part of the book club. Excited to see number two. We'll read about that next week, along with some other items on the uh, docket, as we always with the season of AI, uh, Skynet 1.0 we're in. Uh, we're going to, if we include AI within the season, I think that gives us a pass when they take over and be like, hey, we made you a star, baby, AI. All right. So well, that's, how, that's what they want. They so want I started spring. seeing that happening, and I said, you know what? Let's get on the good side. So but just think. My my problem is that I'm going to be the uh, the negative. They're going to come look for me, and that's going to make you guys look bad. They're going to be like, well, you, they're going to give us. Don't worry, they're, they're going to give us one free pass. So, 
I'll I'll think about you when I give it to somebody else. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, WednesdayComics.com is the website. Also visit our sponsors at RootsOfTheSwampThing.com. It's a website for Swamp Thing memorabilia, the uh, owner of the most in the whole United States. Nope, the world. Get out of here, USA. Um, lives uh, on that site. And uh, check out what he's got. That collection is actually way bigger now than it used to be. And um, I actually just saw uh, an article that <clears throat> he had put up there about some Swamp Thing toys. And uh, um, so it's a nice read. He's, it's a nice little fun. Uh, he's a good writer, Mr. Johnny. There you go. I just pre-ordered that. Uh, I think I saw a thing on his post, uh, that Swamp Thing Glow in the Dark that comes out in August. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I bought that. I'm like, I pre-ordered that. I'm like, hell yeah, I want that. Uh, Rainbow Comics and Cards.com. Rainbow Comics and Cards.com. Go there for your comic book needs, gaming board needs, and uh, sports cards. You know, rip some of those sports cards open, get a King Griffey Jr. rookie, and uh, sell it and go get some fucking Wheaties, bro. All right. Rainbow Comics and Cards.com. Uh, also, remember Supercon 2023 Beyond the Con. I uh, <laughs> keep forgetting what it's called. <laughs> Up, up and away. Falls and beyond. Two Falls and Beyond Con. Um, October, excuse me, September 30th through October 2nd. Second, yes. So go ahead and get your tickets. Supercon.com. That's S I O U X. Con.com. Com. Damn it. God, change your website, bro. I got to oh, swear. That's like the number one thing I tell you. Like, I, I know what you're trying to do with a super. Uh, and it's very nice, but the supercon.com, that's more fucked. That's your choice. So I give you that advice uh, for free. There you go. <laughs> I don't know what else you would call it, though. Supercon. It, it just rolls off the tongue. Why wouldn't you call it that? I don't know. Who decided this was Wednesday Comics? Kick that guy in the fucking balls. <laughs> it was me. Um. <laughs> Just imagine, you know, if you were a vampire, Alex, and you got kicked in the balls, like being that old, would you just basically be nothing down there or would it be more sensitive? I would imagine I am, I mean, if I'm undead and I'm immortal for the most part until I take a stake to the heart, I'm sure they're virile. They're, they're fantastic. They're nice and. You got, you got a lot of blood in you. Yeah, yeah. Flowing through. They're ready to go, of course. I mean, that's why I drain those other people. Keep it going. Got to reprocreate, not just bite people, but all right. Bang so, my way down, so the person that asks if silver kills vampires, it does if you kick him in the nuts first. So, boom. Um, oh shit! I lost what I was going to tell you. Never mind. There we go. That's what that's what's happening right now. You got two old people, and Garrett is also now realizing the uh, the, the the frailty of his body. Mm. I, the frailty of my body, for sure. Bring my back is going to hurt forever. The man's realizing that, um, you know, if you're 30 years in, you're 30 years out. <laughs> uh, sure. I remember what I was going to tell you. In uh, Last Stand, when Wolverine's fighting that dude where he keeps cutting his arms off, and then he knees them in the balls, and he says, grow those back. That's exactly what I thought of there. Bam. That's what I would do to get away from a vampire. We'll talk about um, Join us next week while we talk about vampire balls in more detail. Uh, <laughs> my name is Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone, uh, keep turning those pages. <laughs> <laughs>